Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome back to your favorite pop culture gossip hour. It's TLR, the Ludicrous Report. So happy to be joined by my co-host, the diva incarnate, my good friend, Issa. How are you today? And uh, I'm doing good, Joey. How are you? How are you? I'm good. I had a... Uh, a fun, not fun. It was. I'm gonna. It was a crappy morning. I'll, I'll just. I'll be honest. Oh no! Yeah, I heard. It's raining Hopefully here. It's, it's 86. It's raining. I'm hoping that it stops raining because I plan on taking Roman for a nice walk by the beach when we finish here. So I'm gonna yeah. need the rain to work with me. Um, I yeah. also want our our audience to know that our friendship has hit a new level because I am now in your DMs at 2 a.m. in the morning. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a whole new level of friendship. You know, Let like there, you. there's like layers I to a friendship. It. And when yeah. you start getting comfortable with someone, when you're like, I got to tell him about this right now. I thought yep. I thought it was hilarious. I'm like, why am I DMing him? It's, it's 2 a.m., you know, but you responded and you responded. Bring that's on. the craziest part. <laughs> Yep. No, I am. I'm. I'm very much like that. I was actually. I don't know what I, I was watching. A show. I don't know what I was watching. I was watching something, and then when I got that DM, I was like, "Oh my god!" I wa- I just finished it too. Like, and we were just talking <laughs> about it. Um, but we'll we'll get it. We'll get into what we were, were what we were yep. DMing about. Uh, <laughs> maybe that should have been the clickbait title. That yeah. DMing two AM DMing about what? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious, actually. <laughs> so many. Last week we were talking about, I think it was last week, we were talking about how there weren't so many interesting topics to find. They were saving them for this week, baby. Saving them for this week. And here I thought it was going to be an Oscars heavy show, but it's not. Yeah, I thought so too. And like news breaking within the last two hours or so of us doing Mm -hmm. the show. um, I guess we could start off with that. Um, But for those of you listening and watching right now, uh, I already see people uh, in the chat. Thank you as always for engaging and uh, following the show and doing all those fun things you do. Don't forget to uh, like the video and subscribe down below um, and get those super chats in. We want to hear uh, your thoughts. We want to engage with you. And uh, I'm sure Issa will love to rant about someone's opinion because that's <laughs> it's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> we love ranting. We love going down the rabbit hole. And uh, I'm sure we'll, we'll find something. Uh, Ricky says my mic is low. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> we talk about Joey's mic. It's gonna get nostalgic. Uh, we're having so he's having some audio issues, and we're gonna have to deal yeah. with this sound for today. <laughs> yeah, I'll talk a little louder for everybody so they can. <laughs> but uh, no, I'll, very quickly, um, I was, I was, I've been debating getting a new microphone for my podcast. I do other things outside of this show, obviously. Um, and the microphone that I've been using is the same one that I started doing my podcast with in 2020. Uh, and I was looking at new po- uh, new microphones last night, actually. And today, when we started the show, right before we went live, uh, my microphone just cracked down and sort of stopped working. So I guess the, I was manifesting a new microphone for myself. But it's kind of sad because the first microphone I ever used that I've been using. Yeah, it's, it, it's nostalgic. We grow this weird yeah. attachment. Like, I desperately need a new computer. It's funny that you yeah. say that because I've been refusing to even go look at them because I'm afraid that if I do that, I will curse this one and it will crash on me. Yeah. And that's that. literally what happened to you. 
But you get so attached to these things that you start this journey with. That it, I remember when my very first mic gave up on me, you would think it was the end of the world. It was like, there's better mics, there's other mics. And I'm like, yeah, but this one has a significant meaning to me. You know, like you're not ready to part ways with them. I know. It was like one of those cheap microphones that I bought on Amazon. I was like, when it's time, I'll upgrade. And I feel like <laughs> now it's time to upgrade. I want to show everybody. I have like, like I put stickers. I can't really see it. But stickers you can see it a little bit, yeah. Stickers from my podcast, <laughs> all on this microphone. It's been like like my favorite prized possession. But it's time for f, time f for- in the chat for Joey's microphone, please. <laughs> oh, f f f thumbs down everything. <laughs> but uh, so many, we found so many topics for this show. I mean, like we said, breaking news. Across the board, uh, I guess we can start with the breaking news um, for our wrestling fans here. Uh, it was announced like an hour ago. I like how you just put the F. I love that. Great <laughs> <laughs> uh, news. Uh, Nikki and Bree, the Bella Twins, have uh, confirmed to People Magazine, People.com, they are officially gone from WWE and now will be rebranded. As the Garcia twins, Nikki and Bree, the Garcia twins, uh, they already changed the name of their podcast. I think it was the Bella Podcast. Now it's the Nikki and Bree Show. Um, they made a video on Instagram uh, showing pictures of themselves in from their high school yearbook with the names uh, Nikki Garcia and Bree Garcia, and saying how much they missed them and happy that they're back. Um, there's been rumors that maybe they'll end up in AEW because Bree's husband is there. I don't know. They're Hall of Famers. They've done everything that they can at this point in wrestling. I mean, I didn't even know they were still under contract. I thought they were just like under Legends deal. I'm, I'm pretty time. sure. Yeah, I thought they had a Legends contract. I didn't realize it was a real contract. Um, yeah. They are big enough to to have their own brand and expanding people are still going to know who they are. As a, as a fellow Latina woman, I am so happy to hear them embrace the Garcia part of their last name because obviously they look at they they look, but the, the, the Bella last name gave them more of a, like, you would wonder, are they Italian? Are they this? Are they that? You know, and if you're a casual fan, you're not going to know what they are. So I'm always here for them embracing that, that part of them. Nikki talked about it a lot. Um, I also, I don't know. I feel, I have weird feelings with the Bellas. Like I, wrestling wise, I told you I I learned to respect Nikki because she improved, she changed her style, yeah. she did so many things. When the game, like when the game got stepped up, she stepped up, right? Mm-hmm. And um, but recently their behavior to me is a little bit weird, and it really makes me wonder where it's coming from. They they made a lot of comments yeah. that I just like it's not necessary to put this information out there, no matter like how yeah. you're if you're trying to cut ties in, in good terms because I also do think that they wouldn't be anywhere near where they're at if it wasn't for their time in WWE and the opportunities that they were given because of that and after yeah. that. Um, so that that's where I stand with the Bella Twins. I think that the way that they built this empire, I'm sorry, the Garcia Twins. Oh, and they deleted their YouTube channel which belongs really? to WWE. See that? Yeah, they had over wow. a two million subscribers. I but didn't their know YouTube that. Channel, yeah, it's it's kind of like up up down down that it's like WWE yeah. property ran by them. Kind yeah, of like, they own the you know, like, Yeah, right. So they deleted that, and I'm like, now that takes balls because I'm like, when you start growing a YouTube channel, and you know how hard it is. Like, if you told me to delete my channel right now, I would cry, and I never cry. So, but yeah, 
I I just feel like WWE also gave him so many opportunities and a lot of times and, and the funny thing is like not to shade anybody but a lot of times when these comments happen you know when you hear about these Bellas giving these crazy interviews it feels like wine is involved <laughs> for some reason every time I see Nikki Bella doing this like crazy live on Instagram she seems yeah. a little tipsy it cracks me off she's being messy They're living their best life. I hope that they succeed. I I don't want to see them in AEW, though. I think they have enough going on outside that I don't need to see them in any kind of wrestling capacity. Like you said, they did everything that they could. Yeah, I mean, I I don't want to... I, I personally, I, I respect the hell out of them both. They've done some tremendous things. Uh, moving, you know, women's wrestling and expanding outside of, w, of wrestling. I mean, going into right. Hollywood, essentially having TV shows, being a producer, clothing brands, wine brand. I mean, they, they really kind of did, I, I don't, I don't, I'm probably going to get canceled for saying this, but they did essentially what the rock did for, for wrestlers during Bye, his generation. Joey. Bye, Joey. Yeah. They, they expanded the horizons of what women can do as female uh, superstars and then go and expand outside into another world and, and succeed at that. You know, bringing other wrestlers along with them. I know there's a lot of people. I know in my family, for example, my mom and my sister, they're not wrestling fans, but they watch Total Divas. And they, they know the Bella. Everybody knows know, the Bella. Yeah. They know they're obsessed with Natalia. They know these page. They know these names from yep. outside I, of wrestling. I remember attending Evolution. And I remember me being so mind blown of how, and I'm not making this up, 75% of that crowd was in Bella gear and were Bella fans. And they call it the Bella Army. They did that event, yeah. which they ended up filming it for Total Bellas. But yeah. they have a huge fan base and they're loyal. <laughs> they're very <Yeah>. loyal, man. <laughs> I, I know I, we don't want to get into that topic, but the Diva stands on Twitter. You don't want to mess with them. No, just just keep your opinion to yourself. <laughs> yeah, I, it's. I don't know. They, uh, I don't know. I, I, I respect the hell out of them. I was fans of them, still are fans of them, but I just don't want to see them in anything wrestling related. I think that going yeah, to AEW would be Keep your podcast, in my keep eyes, doing your, kind of tarnish their, tarnish their thing, their, their career. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people need to really look at what AEW has done and who has really been successful. That wasn't a big name. Don't give me John Moxley. John Moxley, look at his ring in WWE. He was successful there too. I'm talking about some of the people that went to WWE from WWE to AEW. They haven't done much. And that goes especially for the women. How do you get Paige out of retirement? Such a name. Like she had a movie made about her life and she just feels like one of the girls. Yeah. And she just feels like one of the girls. So if I'm in one of the uh of Nikki or Bree's position, I'm trying to train my brain to switch it and not say Bella anymore. If I'm in Nikki yeah. and Bree's position, it would take a lot for me to go to AEW because I just feel like they're no offense bigger stars than that. Yeah. And we're I don't know. We we're we Brian Danielson, Bree's husband, formerly known as Daniel Bryan in WWE, is in AEW. I mean, a lot of their friends, Renee Young, Paige. Uh, Soraya, uh, they're they're in AEW, so maybe it's kind of they're in their ear, like come on over. They were backstage, I, I believe, at the last pay per view uh, for AEW. They were, because, they were, but it's not the first time. Bree's been there no, plenty the of times. Yeah, we've seen pictures now. Nikki, 
I believe might have been her first time. I mean, stay tuned, right? It's the first time that we see Nikki backstage. I know Brie, it's obvious. Her husband is there, right? I think it's yeah. funny that they waited until the day that the video game comes out so they can get the royalties on that, make your money, you mm -hmm. know? But it's very interesting to see where it goes. But dropping the names is always a sign that maybe something else wrestling related is coming for them. Yeah. I don't think that they need that. I think that their brand is already bigger than wrestling. But yeah. we'll see where it goes. Like, I, I I will say I haven't watched anything Nikki or Brie related since they left WWE because I don't have time for, I don't know, yeah. like Nikki gets married or no, I don't watch that. So it will, yeah. it will put them back in my life in one way or another if they go to AW. But I think they got bigger plans for themselves. I think so. At this point, they they moved out to Napa. They have their wine stuff going on. Like, enjoy your life. Like, you're I, what they're they just hit forties, I think, right? Recently, or they're in their forties already. They I have think they're about. Children. I don't know how old they are. Let me see. Should, do, like I, do I look how? I don't know. That's a great question. Let me see. They're, I know they're around the Bella Twins. What's their age? I asked for their age and it gave me like their whole freaking <laughs> What is this, Google? Like that was a simple question. It's not giving me it's not giving me their age. Like you think you'll pop right up, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. They're about to turn 40 <clears throat> this year. Yeah, so I mean they have young kids, they have all these successful <laughs> I love how I love how Ricky says Nikki's 39. Well, they're both 39, bro. <laughs> <laughs> love you, Ricky. Twins, <laughs> maybe like a minute or so off. But they're just... <laughs> <laughs> Ricky's 39. Bree, 39. <laughs> you know what? You want to hear something funny? Like, this is an actual real thing. My mom has cousins, and they're twins. Yeah. But they were one was born on New Year's Eve and one was born on New Year's Day, and they were born like I in the midnight before. time, so they're born on different years. Like, how crazy yeah. is that? I was, I was always like, I remember when I was little, I'd be so confused. Like, explain this like I'm five. Well, I was five and I was still not understanding how they were twins born on different years. Isn't it crazy how Nikki and Brie both had sons, and I think they're like a day or so apart? You don't think it was. <laughs> All you have to do is say, Hey, I'm gonna stop taking birth control around this time. Both of you say it to each other. You're yeah. both active, healthy relationships. It could happen, you know, it could happen. Yeah. So I think I think it is weird because it feels like they have their own set of twins by separate moms. It's crazy. Crazy. But uh, I'm sure we could talk about the Bellas all this whole time. Yeah, let's move um, on. Let's move on. Best yeah. of wish to the Garcia. Say it right, yeah. Garcia twins. Thank the, you. The Garcias ditched the Bella name. And speaking of ditching, there's another topic of someone who's ditching something as well. Megan Fox has ditched her engagement ring. OMG. Machine Gun Kelly is probably crying in a corner again. Who knows? We don't know if this we is a, need. This we had the Kardashian day. corner. Now we need the the Foxy counter because we keep talking about Megan Fox, but she she stays relevant. She keeps she keeps bringing us news yep. every week. <laughs> yep. All she has to do is change her jewelry, and she's in the news. This, this is crazy, insane. I think that's funny because, like, we know that yeah. that relationship is rocky right now. So I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if that's what's going on. Um, I also. 
I don't know. Listen, I used to be engaged for a long time, and I didn't always wear my engagement ring. <laughs> I don't have paparazzi following me to see if I have it on or not. But depending on where I was going, what I was attending, where I was at, it was an expensive ring. I don't want to be wearing it out all the time. Now, Megan Fox yeah. can afford her own security team, you know? So I'm sure she yeah. could, like, wear it at all times. But I, you know what? I, I know this sounds crazy, but if I'm wearing gold accessories, my ring was uh, white gold. So I wouldn't wear it because it wouldn't match. Yeah, and it's matches. like stupid things. And I think it's funny because men are always like, oh, you don't want to wear the ring that I got? You know, it's like stupid. <laughs> you guys just don't think like we do. Like, I'm like, it doesn't match yeah. the rest of my accessories. Get me the same thing in gold. No, I'm kidding. But, you know, uh, it's, it's yeah. funny because a lot of times I think that we women do things that people just tend to overthink them and we're just being our normal selves. Like, I don't want to wear this rock to the freaking gym. You know what I mean? I don't want to wear this to go to Starbucks. So, but in this particular case, she's just throwing fire, like wood to the fire, because these rumors yeah. are out there, and it's her own way of letting us know that there is trouble in paradise right now. Well, there was a similar rumor, or there is a similar rumor going on this with the same idea with uh, Justin, with the whole Justin Bieber, Selena Gomez, oh my and Haley God, Bieber I drama. Felt, I fell down that rabbit hole last night. I shouldn't have. I couldn't understand and what the we, deal was, and I watched like 10 videos about it. Surprisingly, we really we really haven't touched. I mean, we did an episode kind of touching on it, but it's like Stupid. such a big mainstream drama. But the reason yeah, I but bring it dumb. up now is because it's stupid. The reason I bring it up now is because uh, Justin Bieber turned 29 a few weeks ago. He had a He's only 29? Party. Yeah. I forgot that he's been around since he was so young because it feels like Justin Bieber's been around a long time, but I forgot he's, he was a baby, basically. He was like 12 years old. I know. Yeah. <laughs> 14, something, something like that. But yeah. um, no, the reason I bring it up is because his birthday was a few weeks ago, I believe March 1st. And then he had a birthday party and there was pictures of Haley there. She wasn't wearing her wedding ring. And that was amongst the other rumors going on with Selena Gomez. So people were saying maybe they're, they're breaking up or whatever. But same idea. She wasn't wearing her wedding ring, but she was also dressed. And they all had like matching hoodies, like Justin's birthday hoodies and all this crap that they were wearing. Maybe it just didn't fit her, the aesthetic of what she was looking for. Maybe like they were, you know, they were outside having like a barbecue type type party like maybe it's something to do with the environment more so than they're breaking up so maybe the same thing yeah. with Megan Fox. yeah yeah that's what i'm saying i mean there's a lot of that there's a lot that goes into this but you know that celebrities and paparazzi are always a ring watch and, and someday you can yeah. just easily forgotten it and <clears throat> and people just would make a whole report about it we'll see where it goes with Megan Fox as we have been reporting about this relationship being a little bit weird right now but uh you know are you team Haley or team Selena oh I'm team Selena I I'm team team Selena forever I mean I I think I'm just I grew up what I grew up in an era, the era of Wizards of Waverly Place being like, I was a little older than that because I'm the same age as Selena. So when she was mm -hmm. on that show, filming that show, I was around the same age. I never really watched it because I was more of a yeah. teenager at that point, but it was very popular at that time. And I feel like Hailey Bieber just, she wasn't really anything. She was like kind of becoming a model. She was known for her, her last name. Um, yeah. And then she was kind of introduced to Hollywood as a Justin Bieber fan by her dad. Mm -hmm. And then she just started 
dating and marrying him. She did meet him first. She did meet him first. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. So like who took him from who? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's such a, a messy story with the two of them. But it's like, I don't know. I told you, I fell down that rabbit hole. We can cover it on a different show because this drama is not going anywhere anytime <laughs> soon. But it was just it was yeah. just funny. I was like, what am I doing with my life right now? <laughs> kind of funny that I'm, that I'm like half choking because I don't know what happened. I just I had a choke attack. <laughs> And I'm, <laughs> you, are you good? Yeah, there you go. And I have a cup of <laughs> coffee here that I'm drinking. Um, by the way, look at this new mug that I got. You can't really see it, but it, I it's see just, it with it. Florida vibe because I just I, need I was gonna this. say very tropical. Yes. Oh, you can see it, but um, in the background, I have one of those new, you know, the Starbucks you were here collection. Um, mm-hmm. And my friend that came to visit me recently brought me a Canada one, so I'm <laughs> like, I think. I think I'm going to start collecting them. Now I feel like crap because I never thought about collecting them. Uh, with yeah. all the places and cities that I've been, I'll have a huge collection Seriously. of mugs. But you know what? Yeah. It's never too late. So LA, I'm coming for your Starbucks mug yeah. in a couple of weeks. Let's go. My mom collects those. And she also collects those stupid tumblers that they put out. They're like these colored oh, tumblers. Yeah. She has a whole collection of them. I... I I have no idea, but I thought it was well, funny my, that my goal is to turn a room into a studio when I leave the place that I'm currently in. Like, I'm looking for a bigger yeah. place. I want to turn a room into a studio. I think it would be cute to have a shelf of little I was here. But like oh, like I, I told you, it just drives me crazy because when I when I said, when she gave me that as a gift, when she came to Puerto Rico, I was like, this is the cutest. I was like, oh, I need to start yeah. collecting them. And then I couldn't help but to feel stupid because of all the cities that I visited, even in the last two years that I was like, I will yeah. have like 20 freaking mugs by now. But no, that's okay. I, I think I'm going to get the opportunity to get Orlando and LA soon. So I love that you, well, you're a coffee guy like me. You have a love for mugs. I appreciate a good coffee mug. I always do. Yeah. Oh, I I have a whole I have a whole it's, collection of coffee mugs. And it depends on your mood. It depends on your mood which one you pour your coffee in. Like I oh man. <laughs> is that a so I don't know if you I don't know if you've seen this brand, but uh no the show is not sponsored by this. Um the brand is called Ray Dunn. My mom collects them and she buys me all these mugs. And I think we've talked about it before. My favorite movie of all time is Toy Story. Yeah. Oh <laughs> no! Okay, that's adorable. That's so adorable. This Ray, this Ray Dunn brand has just it's it's a brand of mugs and plates and stuff, and all the mugs have like words and sayings and stuff on them. And yeah. that that's like a prized possession. But uh, I am over here trying stuff. to figure out how they would do a mug about Fight Club, and it would say "Never talk about Fight Club" with two guys fighting on the other side. <laughs> I would have to get that. I would have to. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, t- all this coffee talk. Um, the next topic I want to touch on uh, involves coffee. Uh, I Pedro saw you send me that link. Pedro Pascal, uh, the star of The Last of Us, uh, The Mandalorian. I mean, this guy is everywhere. Um, the The Last of Us just wrapped up on Sunday. Great show on HBO, uh, those watching haven't seen it yet. Um, but the yeah. reason why we bring this up is because his his Starbucks coffee order has gone viral. Um, and it's labeled as a caffeine overload. Did you have a chance to see the order? Yeah, but it's not. It's not. Uh, you know what? Go ahead and read the order to the people. <laughs> so 
Pedro, I mean, this guy does so many movies and shows. I, 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 I guess it makes sense how he's able to do it. Uh, so what he does is he gets an ice. It says ice quad with two extra shots of espresso, oh, making it a total it. of six shots of espresso over ice. Joey, what's your Starbucks order? I was good. See, you stole my question. No, um, I, I asked so first. What I do, uh, I'm I'm very, I don't I don't really drink Starbucks. I'm not a fan of Starbucks, but but it's like it's kind of like Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts are like my my Dunkin' is that, trash. If there's nothing else, that's what I get. Dunkin' um, is trash, so you always go to Starbucks. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I usually do like an ice, like an ice mocha. I'm a, I'm a mocha, I'm a mocha guy. Okay, I love so mocha. Um, but I usually add an extra shot of espresso in my mocha, so I think it makes Great. it three. I, I add, two. yeah, I add three. There's three shots if you get a venti, which makes it six shots of espresso. Okay. So when you send me this link, I'm like, what's wrong with? That? <laughs> I'm like, I get six shots. Of I remember the other day I went through the drive-through so that I could get the puppuccino for roman and i i I spit out my order it's always the same thing it's a venti white mocha non-fat no whip three extra shots two extra shots depending if i'm doing venti or grande right and the guy's like how many extra shots (laughs) like the the barista's like how many extra he's like you know it comes with espresso right i'm like yeah but um i don't know if you have this i'm sure you do because you're a coffee drinker like me your body develops this thing where it just doesn't affect you anymore i can have a cup of coffee before bed i can have a cup of coffee before bed and i'll sleep like a baby so it's like if i wanted to have a kick yes that's how much espresso i need for it to have some kind of kick otherwise it's just i enjoy it nonetheless but I don't, it doesn't do anything to me. Nothing. Like I, I, I really, I'm the kind of person that can have coffee at 8 p.m. And that we do it here in Puerto Rico all the time. We make coffee at all times of the day. So I feel like your body becomes immune to it. So maybe to somebody that one cup of coffee will keep them up for hours, they read this order and they're outraged by it. But to me, it just seems normal. I'm like, okay, well, that's what I get when I'm like about to go to the gym or something like that. It doesn't. I I just don't get affected by coffee. It doesn't make me shaky. It doesn't do anything to me. Nope. nope. I w- I legit had this conversation with my mom this morning. I made coffee and I called her on the phone, and I was like, I I'm immune to my coffee. Like yeah. she's like you have to. She, she's like you have to change the type of coffee that you're drinking because I've been drinking the same coffee for such a long time. And if I even told you how I, I'm going to tell you how I make my coffee, people are going to think I'm crazy. You might not think I'm crazy. It's going to sound normal. I drink. Uh, I use, I, I make, I don't do the Keurig. We, we talked about this. I don't use yeah. the Keurig. I have one if I have people over and they want coffee, but I make my own coffee. I use the instant coffee. I do the whole thing. It takes me like five minutes. Um, I drink a normal cup of coffee, but I use Cafe Bustello, which is espresso. Uh, so I make, okay. I make a cup of espresso as if it's a normal cup of cup coffee. Of coffee. Yeah. So my, oh my, my god! You should see me. You should see me down at what we call a cortadito, which is a Cuban coffee that everybody's like. Oh my god! I could chug it like it's a shot of Bacardi. It also has yep. no effect on me. <laughs> yep. So basically, my body's immune to alcohol and coffee. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I do the little thing where I pour. Like, I have the the French press. Um, I I do a little bit of the a, like like a like a drop of it. Mix it with the sugar at the bottom. Then I make my my 
my cafecito and I put that on top. Oh my God. I love it. I love it. I lived in South Florida for 16 years, so I know how to do this. You need to come visit me. So, oh, I already told you, so I can take you to the haciendas yeah. here that make the coffee and you can have the coffee oh. as they literally just picked it. Like it doesn't get any more fresh than that. But the whole point of it is I was not shocked at Pedro's order. I've had yeah. that amount of coffee. It never affects me. And you know what's funny is on a random, we got personal last week. We do it again. I have a condition which my heart beats too fast right so like i always have to like slow it down or when i'm doing cardio i have to keep track of like my heart rate and if it gets to a certain level i have to kind of like bring it down until it normalizes but normal for me is like i guess the normal human being is like 50 to 60 it's like a resting pace no my heart is always going at like 100 right so wow. the weird thing about this is that when they were testing and making sure what I can do, what I can't do, and this and that, what we're adjusting to it, I drank coffee. And the doctor is like, coffee's not making your heart beat faster. He's <laughs> like, most normal humans. And I'm like, no, I'm literally immune to it. Like, because I was like, please don't take coffee away from me. Because I have a yeah. stomach condition as well, so I can't eat much. So coffee does help suppress the appetite. So I'm not trying to eat all the time. So I was like, please don't take coffee. And my doctor was actually mind blown because he did say some people, it really does have that effect on them that makes them shaky, that makes them, makes their heart race, this and that. And I'm like, no, I'm, I, I consider myself quite an energetic person. So I'm like, imagine if coffee had that effect on me. I'll be unbearable, honestly. That's, I think, I think the same way about myself. I'm very energetic. And I, yeah. when I have coffee, there's some times where I have some coffees where like I get a lot of energy and people are like, whoa relax yeah but in, yeah. in general in general every I'm once in a while he hits different it. and yeah we get lucky when he hits different but yeah i'm the same way i do think it's a mood changer like i do believe yeah. that whole i haven't had my coffee don't talk to me like i do think yeah. that but it's not that i don't need it for energy i don't so i typically have one to two cups a day uh, of co oh. coffee um one in the morning <laughs> my my coffee in the morning is more um just by habit at this point like i feel like it's right. part of my day where if i don't have it i feel like i feel off i feel like it's like a like a weird sunday um, right then i have a second cup usually around between three and five Somewhere between three and five. Ooh, that's, and that's, the that's the spot for coffee right there. That's kind of like my pick-me-up where it's like, I got crap to do. I got TikToks to make, videos to film, podcasts, whatever the hell I have to do that day. That's like my like my my boost of NOS. Like that's like my second, like right. I'm off to the race again. Because my day really doesn't end until, like, you know, you know as well. Like when we're watching wrestling or doing things for wrestling, it doesn't end until what midnight or so for you i always have a post a post show to do and then after that i used yeah. to i stopped doing it i used to like um either like do the clips and promote it i'm like no i'll promote it tomorrow because i yep. at least now i'm back on i was on that different time change where i was like an hour ahead of the east coast yeah. so like monday night raw was not even ending until midnight for me this yeah, week i'm crazy. still a little thrown off but i'm back to normal so i'm happy because i'm like hey i get an hour sleep because i'll be done like you just said i'll be done with work by midnight 1 a.m as opposed yeah. to 2 3 a.m what i was getting done for the last six months with the with the time difference but i have a little bit more coffee than you but i only yeah. eat once a day because of my stomach condition so i, I do know. use my coffee as a meal like 
as like, okay, if I'm getting a little bit hungry, let me have a coffee instead. So I, I, you know, three, three, two, four sometimes. <laughs> No, coffee I, is life. I, I, coffee is life. Okay, coffee, Pedro, coffee life. I am with you. I love your order. I would love to have a, a quad over ice with you. <laughs> no, there's some days <laughs> where I have three because, like, in the middle of the winter where it's like dark at like three thirty, four o'clock here, I need that. I need like a third cup because it's just it's crazy. It just the winter blues is what I get. Like, you just oh, and when I visit those. my mom, her her partner, her significant other, Vicente, he makes the best cafe con leche. So every oh, time I visit my mom, I'm like, I'm like, yo, I always tell him, I'm like, please make the coffee. And I'm like, I have, I try to have like two cups while I'm there because I'm not there every day. So I'm like, oh, let me make sure I take advantage of this really good coffee before I go. Yeah. yeah coffee, coffee is life. Coffee is life. life. But like I said, it doesn't, it doesn't affect me in the way that it would affect other people. But I do know some people that get crazy from drinking one cup of coffee. So I can see how they will read this order and get outraged when you sent me the thing i read it and i'm like yeah that's normal <laughs> like, like what's when wrong first, with this when i first saw it i was thrown off because i'm like wow six hot shots of espresso because it's i didn't really nothing. take into account i never count how much i have so then i started yeah. thinking about how much i have I'm like huh maybe i'm crazy i used <laughs> i used to get an iced coffee which if you know uh starbucks they double the amount of coffee that they put on it because it waters, right? So it's a very strong yeah. coffee. And I used to yeah. get, so there's like a sheet code, you know, the secret menu. There's like a sheet code getting a white mocha for cheaper if you order it as an iced coffee with the yeah. white mocha and then you add the espresso. That was a crazy drink for me because at least the white mocha only comes with the espresso. Now you're talking iced coffee plus espresso and I still never got any like jittery from it. <laughs> And a lot of people don't realize either. You're also getting the sugar <laughs> from the mocha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't put sugar. Some people put sugar in their mochas, and I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. I Ricky, Ricky can attend for me because I did a Wrestle Kingdom watch along, and he's saying how I had nine cup of coffee while watching. When I was in college, my first year of college, I would I had a Dunkin' Donuts next to my school. So I went every, that was where I got my coffee at the time. Like I didn't know, I didn't know any better. Come on. I was, I was, if you I was were in college, I forgive you. Yeah. <laughs> I would get an iced mocha, regular iced mocha with milk and sugar. So I would add sugar on top of the mocha. Yeah. No. And that, that was my, I drank that for like two years straight every morning. Um, You're so my body kind of got immune to that. Yeah. And then. I need it stronger. I like, like coffee now. <laughs> I'm drinking it as we go. <laughs> Yo, I, I'm about to put in an order for some coffee. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Let's change the topic. Otherwise, I'm going to yes. end up getting yes. some Uber Eats Starbucks or something, overpaying a delivery fee just to get a fix. <laughs> Uber, Uber One, Uber One, you pay, uh, they, they screwed up one of my orders one time, like really yeah. bad. It was like an $80 order. I was having people over. Screwed up my order. They gave me Uber One. This was in December. They gave me Uber One for free until okay. like I got like five, five or six months free of it. Um, okay. And you pay zero delivery fee on everything. On everything? everything. I need it because here normally, in Puerto Rico, the delivery fees are crazy, yeah. com especially compared to over there. Normally, you have to pay, I think it's like $9.99 a month for the membership. Um, but you get zero delivery fee and then you get it, you get 5% off Uber rides as well. It's all of Uber. Um, nice. so they give you, they give you zero delivery fee and then they give you, 
I think it's like fifty percent off of the taxes and stuff. Like they they you end up saving a lot for for the amount you spend per month if you use if you use Uber Eats or whatever like a lot. Like I I use it all the time, so Good it's useful. Know. But I got it for free, so I was Good to know because it always pops up. You could have saved this if you sign up, but yeah. I'm like, leave me alone. I don't use you. And the next thing I know, I'm like ordering every day, and I'm like, yeah, I should probably do it. <laughs> but uh, this next topic I uh, I want to discuss is the kind of the title of our show today. Um, Sammy Sweetheart shocked the world, shocked the entertainment industry, um, because for the longest time, uh, she's been off of Jersey Shore. Uh, the return of Jersey Shore well, came back 2018, 2019, something like that. They came back with the family yeah. reunion show. Um, the whole cast was there uh, besides Sammy and Angelina. Angelina eventually came back, um, but yep. Sammy was the only one to not come back. And the reasoning was because she didn't want to, she had moved on with her life. She didn't want to go back to the, the drama she had with Ron um, on the show. Granted, they are between their late thirties and like mid forties now. So they're, they're older than the teenage, the 20 year olds we saw originally on the show. So I can, I can agree. I, I can see her point of not wanting to go back in time and kind of relive her past when she was so dragged through the mud for so long. From that show, like she was always like attacked for her her the nonsense with Ron on the show, but uh, with everything that's going on with Ron, he got fired from the show, so he's no longer there. So finally, uh, Sammy has come back to Jersey Shore. But the the shocking factor here is that no one on the show, no one from the cast, were filled in filmed uh, filled in that she was coming back. So it was like a shock that she just showed up to filming after all this time. Do you believe it? Do you believe that? Listen, maybe I watch the Wish Wrestling. I don't believe anything anybody tells me anymore. (laughs) It's Um, reality TV. So like reality. I know. Not real. (laughs) Exactly. And it's like, do you realize how much drama, how much more people are going to talk about it? if, If they put it out there as nobody knew she was coming back and, and the cast yeah. plays right along with it. At this point, uh, Jersey Shore has to do whatever they can to stay relevant. This show is like overstayed its welcome by a long time. <laughs> like these people, these, yeah. I don't care about these people's lives as parents yeah. and old people. No offense, they're my, they're <laughs> my age group, but they're old people compared to how yeah. we met them, you know? So I saw that I'm not a Jersey Shore person, so I, I could care less. I have I yeah. have beef with Jersey Shore just because of I shared this with you in the past here on the show like people when I move to the East Coast and I get homesick and people be like let me take you to the beach and they will take me to Jersey Shore and I'm like this is not a beach <laughs> like, <laughs> like you can't compare this beach to the beaches from where <laughs> I'm from you know no way. so um, yeah exactly so. I, yeah. I never really got into these shows, and I was big on the MTV era during that time, but I was more of a yeah. real world, road route, the challenge. Like, those were my kind of shows on MTV. Yeah. Um, but I feel like, I feel like this is the only thing that the show had to pull in order to be able to keep going mm-hmm. and manage to stay a little bit relevant, don't you think? You definitely have a point there. I think that uh, <laughs> they kind of lost a lot of its, I don't know. Like, I remember when they announced that it was coming back, I was kind of excited because I was a fan of it when it was originally on TV. Granted, I was in college a little before. Actually, I was a little before college. 
And right. here, here's the thing. It's for me, it was more nostalgia. I grew That's, up, uh... I grew up in New Jersey. I was, I moved to Florida when I was 10 years old. So when this show came out, I was already like, I was already late into my teenage years. So I being from New Jersey, never had anything other than like movies and stuff like that. Never a show that really can like growing up in New Jersey, moving to Florida, being the only one in my my friend group who didn't, who came from somewhere else. So when I would talk about things from New Jersey, nobody knew what I was talking about. I grew up also going to the, the Jersey shore every year. That was like our summer trip. Yes, everybody's summer trip in the East Coast. It's either you go to Jersey Shore or you go to the Hamptons, depending on how rich or how poor you are. <laughs> Fun fact, I was actually born at the Jersey Shore. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, I was born in uh, Tom's River, which is the Jersey Shore. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But being the only one from out of state growing up, I, I didn't have anything to show my friends as to where I came from. So when Jersey Shore came out, Seeing the the stereotypes of the fist pumping. What a way to what a way to 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 show your your home state to your friends, the Jersey Shore. Right, (laughs) showing them that's the beach I used to go to, that crappy beach with with you know the needles on it. Uh, That's (laughs) and the the boardwalk. That's that's where I I used to go as a kid. That boardwalk is legendary. Like we all we all I love that boardwalk. Like as much crap as I talk about the Jersey Shore, that is legendary. We all walked it. We all loved it. I feel like hear me out. I think Jersey Shore is the AEW of reality TV, where only a very niche group of people are watching it. I love it. Boom! I love it. Yeah, yeah. The people watching it are the nostalgic people that remember it from back in the day. They're not gaining a new audience. And the best way that I can describe it is the AEW of reality TV. I haven't seen a single tweet, TikTok, anything about somebody, a new group of people finding Jersey Shore and loving it. Everybody that watches us are people that are uh, in their late 20s, early 30s and higher because they watch the original Jersey Shore. Listen, if you enjoy it, you do you. It was just never my type of show. Yeah. But I really do feel like this is the last move that they had to pull in order for this show to stay relevant. They already brought back everybody. We already seen them have kids, have legal drama. We, We went through everything. What else do you have yeah. to do? Let's bring back the one person that said we'll never be back. And that is like you're grasping at this point. And I don't see it um, lasting too many more seasons after this. Yeah, I mean, I they... also think it was planned. I don't think I don't think that they did not know. I just don't believe that. But listen, you do you tell yeah. your story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch it anymore. I haven't watched it in, I mean, the last couple of seasons, really. Um, the, last, the last time the last... it grabbed my attention was when... Was it uh, when he was going through all that legal drama and they were like yeah, literally the in the show? Yeah, that's when yeah. I remember watching a couple of those episodes when they were like taking him to court, waiting for him, yeah. when they got the announcement, when they took him to like the prison and picked him up like that. I watched, but it wasn't I, I wasn't into the show. I was more into the outside drama happening and how they were able to capturing capture it while they were filming. That's the last I remember paying attention to that show. Yeah, no, that, that honestly, that's what I was going to say. That was the last time I actually watched an episode of it. Um, Cause it got to the point where I was like, these are like grown ass men and women getting drunk at bars, like falling over, trying to relive their, yeah. their, their younger years. Like it kind of felt like to me, like if that's what you like, do you boo boo? I don't care. Like go, go have fun. But to me, it's just like, eh, kind of pathetic, you know? Like I just, man, I'm isn't it amazing? Fun, but like, 
Mm. Isn't it amazing how much your standards change as you start aging? Yeah. And that's when you see things like this and you go like, are you doing it for the show? Because like none of us act this way. And maybe some people do. I don't know. You know, recently my friend came to visit and I got to tell you, I was like, oh, we're going to get. No, we didn't. The only night that we chose to like get drunk. We got a hotel and we got drunk at the hotel bar. Like there is no going out and falling. Like I, it's not my thing anymore. Like I choose to not engage. I engage in that behavior for so long in my twenties. <laughs> I don't need to waste any more time. That's what college days are for, you know. <laughs> of course, some, you know you sometimes have those nights. You know, you go out and whatever. I can still hang. I know I can still hang. Yeah, but it's not like a consistent thing like it used to be. Like no, me, I just... no, and you pay the price for it too. The older you get, yeah, you think you're paying the yeah. price now. Wait till you get older, you're gonna be like, yeah, a little less of these nights. <laughs> then I used no, to do I... it on my, I used to do it on my wrestling trips where I would have a night where I was like, oh, I'm gonna go out and do all this, and then I started yeah. covering it, and it became my job. So now I don't even have my fun. Like when I used to go, like as a, like as me, you know, as a fan, blogging yeah. it and not doing interviews, not having to be places at 8 a.m. the next day, this and that. It's like. People are like, you're no fun in these wrestling trips now. And I'm like, I'm working. I got to be at 8 a.m. tomorrow at a yeah. press junket. You really think I want to go out and get drunk? No, I want to go to my hotel room and get some rest. So, yeah, it's crazy. But, hey, like I said, and Jersey Shore people, too. I enjoyed it all over yeah. my 20s. So I'm not regretting it. I have my party days. I'll let the 20-year-olds deal with that now. I have a thing, too. I have a thing too bothering the crap out. I just saw you go like this. I have. I one. saw there was like a like a like a flyer. So I don't know something. Like <laughs> yeah, I have one too. Um, a few years ago, uh, I don't know if you if you saw when Vinny Vinny like when the show came back, Vinny was all like the keto. They called him the keto Guido. Like he went keto yeah. and he lost all this weight. I was in a mall one day over here and walked into a Barnes and Noble and he was doing a book signing. I I met him and got got a signed book mm-hmm. <laughs> so i have a signed cookbook from Vinny, and i got i took a picture didn't of he give that up i don't know it was a know. very i mean i still think he looks great but i think during that time it was a very non-sustainable diet that he was doing yeah and i always was, feel like people like yeah it was yeah. to get back into the show i think he was trying to look good and good for him then they filmed that weird like love series with him and Paulie D trying to find a girlfriend. That was weird. But yeah. I I I remember when he like finally they had an episode where he finally decided to shit on the diet and he mentioned all the things that he was keeping and he gave me flashbacks of when I, I did an Atkins diet at one point in my life. And I remember it was sufficient. I lost like 30 pounds in like a month. As soon as I consume one extra carb, I gained 40. <laughs> like it's a very non it's a very non-sustainable. Like when you you really want to lose weight and stick to it. You got to make it a lifestyle. Like you have to be ready to commit to that forever or not commit. Yep. Just advice for no, people. Uh, I've lost a lot, a lot of weight. And I tried every single crash diet in the world before I did it the right way. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, uh, all in all, I think that uh, good for them, you know, that they can get Sim back on the Jersey shore. I'm a huge fan of Barstool sports and I love uh, Dave Portnoy. I think he's hysterical. Um, yeah. he has, a, uh, he has a podcast where he kind of does the essentially the same thing that we do here. He talks about TikTok drama and all this, you know, pop culture stuff. And they actually had, uh, Snooki and JWoww on a few weeks ago as guests. And they were talking about, I guess they were promoting the new season of Jersey Shore and they were, they brought up Sammy and they were talking about Sammy and apparently Sammy like blocked them and all this stuff. And now it just so happened that like, she's back on the show. 
So I, I feel like all those interviews were kind of setting up like the drama, like yeah. oh, she blocked it, and now she's back all the, like, it just, the timing is so close. It almost yeah. seems parallel. And like, the show is, is really, really, people are not talking about it. They don't have any more storylines. Nobody's in legal trouble. Like they had to do yeah. something. To me, it seems like a desperation move. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess that's enough of Jersey Shore, but um, that's enough of Jersey Shore. Yeah, <laughs> let's talk about. Uh, I guess kind of for the rest of the show, we really have uh, one more topic, and that's the Oscars. This was they Oscar, were kind of uh, drama free, huh? Yeah, compared honestly, to last year, compared to last year in the slab, the Oscar. I forgot they were on. I didn't even watch them. <laughs> I was very surprised as to how efficient and how this one flowed very well. It felt like how it's supposed to be. It felt very uh, classic. It felt elegant. Yeah. It felt like how an award show should be. I was happy with all of the winners. I felt like, you know, there was some emotional moments. I loved. Do you watch Brandy. Angela Bassett's reaction to not winning? Yes, those? I saw that. That was petty. That was petty. <laughs> Listen, she was the favorite to win, and everybody kind of expected yeah. her to win. Because if you look at where Jamie Lee Curtis was coming from, her, the part that she won for, she was in for like a, f- a few minutes, a few set, like not even like a long time uh, as yeah. a supporting role. So, I mean, listen, I was shocked to, to learn that Jamie Lee Curtis had never won an Oscar. I know. That's, I didn't realize that. I did not realize that. And then I remember seeing it all over the time. I'm seeing how emotional she got. And I'm like, what's the big deal? And I was like, she's never won that. However, I mean, that she's my scream queen, right? She's done a lot of horror and horror is not known for that kind. But there's other movies that I would assume that she would have won for it. Yeah. By the way, I don't know if you if you see anything from her on TikTok, but she is becoming like the queen of everything. I see her all over my TikTok, Jamie Lee Curtis. And the things that she's caught saying now, I think she is just hysterical. Like she is in a yeah. whole new realm. Like I'm in a weird place talk. with Jamie Lee. After I found she out wants- how she treated the other girls from Scream from Halloween. I, yeah, I, I don't know if you read about those news, but I I, I, I mean I, I love her. I love Jamie Lee and yeah. I love her she's cookie, she's funny. But yeah. I remember hearing these interviews and going, uh, who are you really? Because I I just can't believe that she treated those girls. And after she didn't know yeah. who they were, you're the face of the Halloween franchise and you mean to tell me you don't know? Especially especially yeah. the, the 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 one girl that played the the new protagonist for the three movies she wasn't a part of. Like, how do you not yeah. know that? It just sounded ridiculous. She came out and said that um, she wishes that concerts had like were matinees because she doesn't want to be up there. <laughs> she wants to go, she said she wants to go see Coldplay at 1 p.m. Why do I agree with this? And I, and I, man, I, like, I, I know it. we'll get we'll get to our what we watched this week, but man, I went and yeah. watched Scream early during the day, nobody was there. It felt like a private screening, and I'm like, this is the life. And then I'm walking out, realizing that I just watched a horror movie at, like, 2 p.m., and I was like, am I getting old? <laughs> like, why did I enjoy that experience? <laughs> like, like 20-year-old me would have loved to sit in a theater packed full of people, world screaming, night, world freaking like, out. No, not me. Yeah. I, I walked in there. There was nobody in the movie theater. I was like, oh, the place Look is all you. mine. Let me stretch out, you know? Like, I agree with Jamie Lee on that. Like, during the day, I have wrestling to watch at night. 
The fact that she called it a mat, she wants to have matinee concerts. Like just that phrase to me was like just the, the word. Nobody uses that word anymore. No. I see in the Let's chat. Let's bring back um, that word. Let's bring back yes. that word, matinee. This show, this show is kind of like a matinee. We're during the day. Yeah. <laughs> I went to the matinee <laughs> showing of Scream this week. Your 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 pop culture matinee. That's what we'll call it for now. I love it too. Damn, we're changing the name now. <laughs> uh, no, so uh, you know, on the topic of Jamie Lee Curtis, she kind of she kind of confirmed that they're doing a, uh, and then we talked about it months ago on the show. Yeah, that they're going to be doing a uh, Freaky Friday too, because I see in the chat here um, breaking news from actually a few hours ago as well. Lindsay Lohan yep. is pregnant. Um, we didn't talk about yeah. it. Um, no. Really, not much. But she to talk is about pregnant. I mean, she's, she's pregnant. pregnant. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, uh, crazy stuff. Good for her. Happy for her. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Lizelle Hand. Yeah, but uh, with the Oscars, thirty six um, years old. So it is that time, like, like have the babies, or you know. So good for her. Good for her to find someone who wants to put up with her. <laughs> you, yeah, the baby is gonna have to. <laughs> you think the husband's gonna stick around? You're speaking too soon. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, no, I, I I I didn't I didn't watch the Oscars like from Same. start to finish. Um, I had to watch The Last of Us finale. Um, that was on on Sunday at nine o'clock. So I kind of watched highlights. I was you know going to see you know who was winning. Very happy to see Brendan Fraser really. Make oh a my comeback. God! Yes, yes. Um, a lot of different winners that I was just like, that's the right choice. And yeah. I love Jimmy Kimmel hosting. I'm not a fan of Jimmy Kimmel. In general, like I'm not right. a fan of him, but I'm a fan of what he's able to do. And he was very, very he, he's a seasoned host. So for him to come in after what happened last year, I think it was a great idea to have him there. Um, the joke that he made was hysterical. Um, I don't know if you heard the joke, but he made a joke saying uh at the beginning of the show, like, um, let's not have any violence or anything like that. And he and he goes. Just so you're aware, you can come up here and give someone a concussion. Win uh, uh, the leading role, the Oscar for leading role, and give a 19-minute speech. <laughs> oh, my God. That's <laughs> hilarious. No. The, win, this, win this award and give a 20-minute speech. Like, that's all, that's all here at the Oscars. Poor Will Smith. No, I don't feel bad for him. He he's, made his uh, choice. He's got to live with it. He's banned from the Oscars for, like, 10 years. That's kind of 10 years. Of Good. Good. Um, and I'm glad Chris Rock didn't host. Uh, he Me was too. asked to host. Um, you know, having his like nobody really mentioned anything about Will Smith and Chris Rock this year. It was really Good. focused on the comeback stories, uh, the winners. I mean, this was a very, very. I, I was happy with it. I, I really was. I, I no was drama. happy with the fashion. Um, yeah. I, I was happy with the fashion. I thought we got a lot of really, it felt back to classics, right? Like yeah. I watched the Grammys for crazy fashion. Like the way that I've always looked at these shows is like the Grammys is where people show up wearing meat dresses and whatever they want. But the Oscar is a black tie event. And, and that's yeah. when I want to tune in and see beautiful gowns on women, beautiful suits, tailored suits on the men. And I thought the fashion killed it. Uh, killed it this year on the red carpet. I have a couple of favorite looks. I thought that Angela Bassett, I know I just kind of shade her a little bit, but she looked incredible. This woman is in her 60s. 62 years old. Literally goals. 
beautiful. She's just absolutely beautiful. beautiful. And she wore this beautiful purple gown that her skin color and that, oh, it was just, she's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Goals, empty goals right there. They also switched the, uh, it's the typical red carpet. They made it the champagne yeah. carpet. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the reasoning behind that was. There was a reason for it. Um, but they just switched a lot of things. Apparently, this was the most diverse uh, Oscar show of all time. Yeah, but um, it was at least watched. They lost about 18 million viewers from last Oscars. People were complaining that it was too long, that it, you know, it was a three-and-a-half-hour show, three-hour show, whatever. And they someone, must not watch someone, wrestling. I know. And someone, I don't know who it was, but I saw it on the news, and someone made a really good point. And I was like, you know what? I agree with that. These people need to shut up. The people that complain <laughs> that these, the people that complain that these shows are are too long, you have to think about what this show is. This show is not for us. This show is for the people for who them. participate in these in these films. This is about cinema. We are just able to like, see. We we get a glimpse of of their world with this show. Like, this is about them. This is not about us. Yeah. Imagine telling someone you're talking too long on your acceptance speech for a movie that took months, sometimes yeah. years to put out. And the, 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 you got actors like people that are like losing weight, moving across the country. Some of these actors get, and, they, and when they do, it pays off. Look at Tom Hanks when he did all that for Castaway, yeah. it paid off for him. But like people don't understand what some of these actors go through to put on an Academy Award worthy performance. Worthy. That doesn't guarantee you a win. So the way that I see it is like, get up there. That's the biggest of awards. And these people work very hard and it's good for them to yeah. be rewarded. I never had an issue with the with the length of the Oscars or the length uh, of I the speeches. Yeah. Yeah, I, I never really watch it. I stay tuned. I, I watch who won, like, and I watch the red carpet. I'm always, like, refreshing yeah. the, the hashtag on Twitter just to see what people are showing yeah. up wearing. But, yeah, I'm with you on that. First of all, we watch wrestling. We sit here for, like, four or five-hour shows. We've done it. And second of all, this is for us. Oh, the Hall of Fame, they induct, like, five five or seven people, and it's, like, a three-hour show. They did a, they did a good last year after, after SmackDown. Yeah. I hope they keep that. Uh, it sounds like that's what they're going to do this year, so... But if you think about it again, with that, with the WWE Hall of Fame as well, it's not about us. This is about them. This is yeah, our showcase. These people earn this award. These people play a character that they can't break or do anything outside of. This is the first time that they can come up there, thank their family, show you what they're really like. Let them be. Let yeah. them be. And I, I was talking about that. Like I, I know. We always switch into wrestling, but some people were like commenting on this whole Rey Mysterio thing. Oh, he's an active performer. I'm like, okay. So when somebody tragically passes away, we all say, oh, we should give them their flowers while they're still here. We're doing literally that. And you want to complain because Rey Mysterio is still a freaking active performer. He's been doing it 20 years. Whether he wants to retire or not, why not recognize? Like, I, I, I just... Listen, there's something different in every fandom, right? A lot of fandom is this way, but people never seem to be happy. I'm here for give people their flowers. Let them come up there and oh, thank man. everybody they want to thank before they're no longer with us. Let me tell you, every interview that I do with, with professional wrestlers, I don't care if they're an indie indie guy or girl yeah. or if I'm interviewing a Hall of Famer. I, yep. at the end of every interview, and I make it a point too, I, I thank them for what they do. I acknowledge some of the things that they've done. And I always use the phrase, giving giving them the flowers while we can. And I started doing that after I interviewed Jazz. 
Jazz was, she's a very humble woman. And yeah. I, I talked to her about the Hall of Fame and she, she literally said, she goes, I would love to go in while I'm still alive so my girls can see me and, and I can get my flowers while I'm still here. And I, that, that was so powerful for me. And I think that's so important to do with everybody. Like, yep. give the flowers while you can. Everybody. Let these if, people if celebrate their funeral, moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you, if you look at funerals, like people cry because they didn't get to tell people how much they really cared about them or tell them the I things know. they loved about them. You know, we should be doing that a whole lot more often than at funerals or at these award shows. It should be like. It should be like. I was literally having that conversation on my stream the other day when I was talking about how I had this really, really funny running with the Briscoes backstage at the Ric Flair's final match. Both of them, and we're making fun of something that happened, a a Starcast, and we both see it and we're laughing about it. Next thing I know, I took a picture with Mark, but not with Jay. Regret it every second. (laughs) Like, you never know. You never know when these things are going to happen. So. I love that these people are being celebrated. Let them go up there. I love that they do it. Not just the Oscars, like the MTV Awards, the Vanguard Award, the Grammys do the Lifetime. Yeah. Like, let these people come out there. Like, that actually, because I do like Madonna, drove me crazy that Madonna received that Lifetime Performer Award and people were just talking yeah. about her looks instead of talking about all the things that Madonna has freaking done and she's still around doing more. She's about to go to work. Yeah. We're like, we just gotta be respectful. Life is too short to be sitting here complaining about somebody getting recognized for their hard work. Yep. And on that but, note, um, yeah, right. On that note, I want to <laughs> talk about the movies, the TV shows that we've seen over the last week because we have both been. In a praise. Yes. I I know that uh, with Backlash being announced in Puerto Rico and me going to LA, I know like the next probably two months are going to be crazy for me. So I made it a point this week to watch some TV, to go to the movies because I was like, I'm going to be so busy for the next like two months with work that let me pretend I'm a normal person for one week. And I did. I watched some shows and I, I even went to the movies, Joey. That's so rare for me. So rare. You know what? And Everything that's happening now that we're seeing come out with WWE, it's all your fault in a good way. It's all your fault. You honestly, you know, when was the last time WWE did a pay-per-view in Puerto Rico? 18 years ago, 2005. Okay. It was a uh, New Year's revolution, right? Yes. Something yes, like it was. Mm-hmm. Um, you sat front row. At a WWE press conference. You recognize me by my shoes. I'll never forget about that. Yes. <laughs> and you raised your hand and nobody picked you. No. And the last minute, Triple H, the head of creative, WWE Hall of Famer, Triple H, Paul Levesque, told Byron Saxon to F off, essentially. Yeah. Called an audible. And chose you to have the last question. And you mentioned WWE coming back to Puerto Rico. And he he basically said, stay tuned. Yep. He couple, was not capping. He was not capping, Joey. Couple months later, WWE announces Backlash. Thankfully, is no longer WrestleMania Backlash. It's just WWE Backlash. Love it. Coming to Puerto Rico in May and hosted 
by Bad Bunny. You did that. This, I'm telling you, yeah. you met, you manifested this. You did it. <laughs> all you, all you. If you, if you call, if you call any of my best friends and, and be like, give me three words that describe Isa, they will say Bad Bunny wrestling in Puerto Rico. How does this happen? I don't know, but I'm so excited. But the point to that is, I know I'm going to be very busy. I'm going to be going to the next two pay-per-views for WWE. Feel bad for Double or Nothing. There's no way I'm doing Double or Nothing after all this traveling and all this work. But I really, I can't wait. And you know, I'm going to be so annoying the week off. But because of that, I really wanted to make it a point to take my last week of not really being booked for any. I did have one thing and I couldn't make it because I wasn't feeling well. I was like, I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna act like a normal human. I'm gonna binge a show. I'm gonna stay up late. I'm gonna go to the movies. I'm gonna yeah, DM Joey at two a.m. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. yeah, no, but I'm so excited for that. But I made it a point to watch some things. Let's start with yeah. movies. Did you watch Scream? Did you get a chance to see it? I didn't. I haven't had a chance. Ah, to go to the- all right. Well. I'll sign um, it. I'll I sign it with seen, a very, very seen. good quality link. I have a very good quality link for you. I told John Alba that I was going to see uh, Creed. I did not see. I haven't been to the movies. The problem is wow. everybody that I know does not like to go to the movies. And I'm going oh, to go alone. Alone is life changing. I, it is life changing to go to the theater alone. The problem is I don't have time like during the day to go. It's it's very hard for me to find time to go yeah. to the movie during the day, so I just haven't. It, it it just fell down my my list, and I just I was like, like you know what? That, well, I know I'll be on a streaming service soon, so I'll just like wait. I don't know. No, I I, I will say this. I don't want to spoil it, but I do have something that you'll be able to watch it on your own time, and it's great quality <laughs> because I needed to give it a rewatch, and I'm like, hey, I went once, I paid my money, I'm not going again, so I. <laughs> I, did, I I fell into that loop and found what I needed. But it wasn't perfect by any means, right? Because I was praising it on social media and people were like, well, this sucked and this sucked. And I'm like, yeah. it's not perfect. I no Scream movie, the first one. No Scream movie is going to be the first Scream movie. That movie was iconic. It's one of my favorite scary movies of all time. Oh, yeah. You get the point. It was very good. I enjoyed it. And it might be my favorite since the first one. I I... I, I do have my issues with it. I do think, like, yeah. without giving spoilers, there was a couple of people that probably should have died, but they survived. And it got a little fast and the furious for me when I'm like, there's no way. There's no way somebody can move <laughs> after that, you know? Um, <clears throat> I think there was a couple of things that were disappointing, but the cons, uh, the, the pros outweigh the cons for me on this one. The, 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 okay. the opening, the opening scene, I'll tell you right now, might be my favorite. I, and I'm talking right. even the first one. It, it, they threw me like, I'm like two minutes into this movie. Like, and I'm already like, oh, I, I loved it. I loved it. I thought they used, people were like, they didn't use the New York setting enough. And I'm like, I thought they used it perfectly. That subway scene yeah. that you see on the trailer is so much more intense. So much more really? intense. There's a couple, oh, I, yes. I... There's a couple of scenes where they're in this, in this apartments and you know there's no way to go because like the only way out is the window or you gotta come back out like it's very new yeah. york the bodega scene i love the bodega scene because the girls running and you see this in the trailer they're running screaming help somebody's trying to kill us and the guy's like hey there's a line and i'm like that is so new york that's what somebody <laughs> in new york would do like get in the line so <laughs> we'll, 
yeah so i did think they used the new york setting very well some people are saying they didn't use new york enough and i'm like what you want ghostface stabbing someone at the statue of liberty like what do you mean if you if you lived in new york you see it you and i can't wait for you to see it so you can tell me i feel like it was used in more of the non-obvious ways which is how i appreciate it as somebody that's lived in that environment but yeah. I, I would suggest people go see it. Um, but there are things that are not perfect. But I truly enjoyed it. I walked out with a huge smile. And I really dislike the last one. The toxic fandom. I don't know if you've seen it. But the toxic fandom. Yeah. Uh, killers that they went with. While I appreciate it, I'm like, God, this is just going to start more toxicity. You know, now people use that movie to quote like how toxic all these fandoms are. And I'm like, every fandom is toxic. You find them. If you look hard enough, every fandom has a toxic pocket to it. So I felt this one. I felt this one was better, and I highly suggest that you'll be seeing it soon because I'm gonna hook you up. <laughs> I heard. I heard that it was one of the more scary ones out of out of all the other screen movies. This ghost is not messing around. Have, um, I did see some spoilers on TikTok, not on purpose, just scrolling and people posted nonsense, but I didn't know what was going on, so. I just skipped right. right over it. Uh, I'm excited to see it. Uh, I love this. I told you, I, I went dressed as Ghostface like five years in a row, Halloween when yeah. I was a kid. Um, <laughs> might have to pull it back out this year because um, it's relevant again. Yeah. Uh, and they already greenlit. They already greenlit the seventh one. I hope they keep the, the New York uh, atmosphere for the seventh one. Yeah. Oh, and one more thing. And, and when you watch it, just let me know what you think. I didn't miss Sydney, And I respect them from that because I am, I think Sydney That was a big Campbell. thing too. So I think she's one of the best final girls. She's not the best, for best one outside of Jamie Lee Curtis. So I was like, yeah. holy shit. I'm sorry for the language. A screen movie without her. I did not miss her. And some people are complaining that it dragged on, but it made me care so much about the four that survived the last one. Then now yeah. I can see the franchise carrying on with just these characters. Jaina yeah. Ortega killed it here. Her sister, um, I keep forgetting her name, but she was incredible here. Like they made you care about these characters and you have to do that. You cannot, Ghostface cannot haunt Sydney forever. Like if you want the franchise yeah. to continue, you want to keep getting screen movies, you have to get invested in new people. Um, also, which is on the trailer, The Return of Kirby. I thought it was so well done. I love seeing her back on screen and she got a lot more screen time and she was a lot more relevant than what I anticipated her to be. You know what? I, I love the idea. I, I know there was some like contract disputes as to why she wasn't in this movie. Um, whatever the case may be, I think it actually works to their benefit having her not there because you can kind of, yeah. you know, maybe like a, like another story inside of the story. Like they went a different direction with Ghostface. Maybe the next movie she's in, so they can go. Oh, now he's going to go. After I can't. I can't even tell you that I feel like Gail was a little shoehorn in the movie. Could have been without Gail, and it would have it would have been fine. Yeah. So I feel like maybe the paid dispute, and I'm and I'm speculating here. Obviously, it's like maybe Sydney's part was gonna be small, like what Gail did, yeah. and maybe she wanted to get paid as a main character, where she was not gonna play anywhere near a main character. Right? Yeah. Radio silence. The people that produced the new versions of Scream did say that it it really did change the end. So some yeah. of the parts that I was overwhelmed came in Act 3 makes me wonder if that changed who the killer was going to be or the reveal or something to that matter changed with Neve not being a part of it. 
But oh my god, in the shrine, you see it in the movie in the in the yeah, trailer when she it. shows like, oh my god, my horror geeky self, I will pay for that <laughs> place in real life. Like open it and let me go see all of these crazy ghost face. They'll people. probably make but, one. Yeah. They'll probably do, I hope they'll so. probably do that in New York City. They'll probably do something. I hope like that. so. I hope so because it was it was epic and I I I had just rewatched the movies to get ready for it you know so it's so yeah. I'm pretty sure a lot of the scream nerds did the same thing so all of these things are so fresh in your mind as you're seeing it and it makes you really see how many people in this franchise have been affected by Ghostface it is a lot more than about Sydney you know all these people are seeing yeah. things like there's a scene in there sorry for the spoiler but Kirby sees the top and the knife that she was stabbed with and he like takes her by surprise like you stop everybody saw about Sydney that you stop thinking about how many other people Ghostface has really affected yeah and that's maybe a better you know the scream series may have done this better than what they did with the halloween series you know yes. uh so props to them i just I, i'm excited to see it scream has always been my favorite of the horror series what's your favorite scary movie joy <laughs> as always i always loved uh ghostface for me it was the most realistic so i went to dress I, five years ago because ghostface could be anybody it's a genius franchise if you think about it you need michael myers in halloween you need freddy krueger you need jason but ghostface can be anybody and that's how you keep this franchise alive it's a genius concept if you really think about it well for me like freddy krueger michael myers jason all these characters they're characters they're it's not like realistic it can't happen in real life how many times can this guy die in a movie and come back Ghostface is right. a little different Ghostface is realistic like Ghostface, i can see happening yeah. like when I, when i saw the trailer it was happening taking place in new york i was like I'm scared because people are going to dress up like Ghostface in New York City and go around killing everybody, killing people because New York City is crazy. Yep, yep. (laughs) Last year, Michael Myers going around stabbing people. You're going to have people as Ghostface. And last year, as much as I criticized it, making it fans of the Stab franchise, this movie is so meta too, like how is a movie within a movie really messes with you, but making it fans of the Stab franchise just throws that wrench into the mix that it's like it could literally be anybody they don't even have to be connected to sydney to gail to do we like it could be anybody that's just crazy obsessed with these kind of things yeah. because those kind of people really do exist I anyways do you'll see on. it i can't wait to hear your opinion but we should tell the people what we were dming at 2 a.m about what drove me to dm I, you at 2 a.m this weekend i like how we're on the same on the same wavelength like i was just that, about to say know? I think we should talk about why you were in my DMs at 2 a.m. <laughs> what a flex. I mean, I'm, I'm over here DMing Joey at 2 a.m. Like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm such a creep right now. I was like, this then, is a new level of friendship. I only I only message my best friend at these times, okay? <laughs> I love the last the last DM I think you sent me. I didn't I didn't respond. I thought I did and I didn't. And you like you wrote something like I like I felt like bloody hell or something like you wrote something <laughs> like that. <laughs> And I was laughing hysterically. I was like, she's British now. I know. I was like, what is happening? I'm- oh, it was bloody brilliant. Bro- bl- yes. It was my, my, review. my review was bloody brilliant. I'm like, I never say bloody. What is happening? <laughs> uh, yeah. So Issa was in my DMs this weekend, uh, 2 a.m. And it was because we both finished watching the second part of the show, You on netflix 
OMG, the show. The first part, we, we both kind Horrible. of agreed. It was horrible. I felt like it was a completely different show from the second part. We like, talked about it here. We, we we talked about it, it here horrible. like two, three weeks ago. I can't remember when it first came out because yeah. we're both you fans. We watched it the weekend off, yeah. you know, and we were we were both so disappointed. And yeah. yeah, I can't say the same thing about part two. I the first thing that I will say is I told you guys for part one, it took me like three sitting downs to watch it, and that's not yeah. me with you. Usually you captivate me to the point that I cannot stop watching it until I'm done with it. That happened here. As soon as I started it, I sat down and I'm like, oh, crap. Like, I'm going to be up all night. Like, I knew I was going to be up all night. I could not put it down until I was literally done with it. Came out March 9th and I finished it March 10th, like early in the morning. I watched all like five, five, five or six hours, whatever the hell it was. I just binged it. It was so good. Issa, so good. It, felt like, it felt like season one all over again for me. It felt like the original. I try to go back to our DMs to see what. <laughs> I see in the chat Issa's 2 a.m. confessions. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about how that. that well, listen, I thought it was such a change of pace. This is the Joe that we know. There was a fake out towards the end, and I was like, no, it can't end like this. Like, I was yeah. like. You know, a, a lot of our suspicions, and there were suspicions. Unfortunately, my YouTube recommended recommended me a video. I sent it to you, and we were both like, oh, yes. well, that makes sense. And that literally <laughs> ended up being what it was. But great. I wasn't disappointed at the story. That there, there was a cage. There was all lovers' appearances. I didn't like the appearance by love. Only because she wasn't as badass as the love that I know. Like, she was just more being, like, a little more caring. And I'm like, you're ruining yeah. her. Like, this is not love. Love wouldn't be there. Like, oh, Joe. Like, that's not her. Yeah. But this is... I can't say because I don't want to spoil it for anybody. But I didn't like the appearance, the, the clip by by love. I did like seeing... Oh, my God. I forgot her name. The first girl. What's her name? Oh, my Which God. One? The, the original the first one. one. The, yeah, the original. The well, you know, the, the, the OG. Like, I, when she came yeah. up, I was like, oh! <laughs> yeah. and, and there's a twi- there's another twist at the end with, oh, my God, with the other girl. Sneaky. And I'm like, ah! I was like, because they're, they're, I, I'm go- we're going to give you guys a week because I want to talk yeah. about it with spoilers. We'll give you guys a week. I'm trying my best to not spoil it, but... It was so good. So good. Like, I, bravo. Bravo. Like, Mm. listen, if I had to make it through part one to get part through part two, I'm fine with it. Let me ask you, was this the last season or will there be more? There has to be more. There has to be more. Right? Didn't you hear him at the end? Okay. If they ended here, if they ended here, I could see that making sense because of the way they ended the last episode. Um, but at the end of the last episode, they essentially start a new story. So it can kind of go both ways. Um, I I, I I still have unanswered questions. For what it's worth, I still have unanswered questions. Um, Um, Even after the ending. uh, So maybe we'll be in agreement here. I'm not sure. We usually are. There's one person I couldn't stand this this part. And there's one person. She got what she deserved. And there was one person who I thought was the most badass. I don't know. So I'll, I'll, I'll say first. 
I could not stand the entire time Nadia. Nadia. <laughs> I could not stand her. Same, she, same. She, she needed to mind was, her own business, child. She needed to mind her own damn, mind your own damn business. And I think that she just, she just pushed too hard. And I was, I, I was surprised that she didn't get killed. I was no, surprised she, that she, she didn't, she, she got she, as far as she did. She got, she got, her. she got something for it. She got something right. for it. And that's why I think there's a, this story is not over. Now there's a new story brewing there, but I don't want to spoil anything for anybody. Yeah, I don't want to spoil anything for anybody, but there are people out there that still know. Yeah. The badass of this part, Marianne. Marianne. Oh, my God. Marianne is a legend. Uppercut left. Oh, she just, she she won me over. She is just a powerhouse. Just. Me too. And I'm I'm glad and not glad that this is how it ended because I I yeah. couldn't I couldn't bite the story from part one. I was like, there's no way he just stole her necklace and let her go. He was obsessed with her, like you know what I mean. So Marianne does return. I'll give that spoiler. Marianne yeah. does return in the second part. I will say I'm with you. I thought Marianne stole the show. I really did like Kate a lot more in part two than I did in part one, and I think more that personable. she. Yeah, a lot more personal, and I think that Joe cracked to like her real self, and it showed a difference yeah. of her with her guard up and to who she yeah. really actually is. I will say the dark horse for me, who I ended up falling in love with, is Lady Phoebe, especially after we figure out what she does at the end. I don't know. There's something about her. I know that she's a rich influencer and she's supposed to come off as unlikable, but I always liked her. Even on the first part when I didn't care about these characters, there was something about her that I was like, she's sweet. I almost wanted to like take her in like Kate does, like an older sister and protect her because she had that goodness. And, and you know, obviously she she pays for that because people take advantage of that. But at the end, seeing what she ends up doing stole my heart and her performance was great so i i just I, not not everybody's talking about lady phoebe and i was like she was so freaking yeah. sweet like how can hard people not talking about her so i i just love that i'm very happy and i'm glad that we got it back to what it was because the first part just felt like a whole different show and i'm a big fan of it was show. a waste of time yeah the but, but it, but it made sense part. but some of it made it, sense the way they tied it together they I don't know. It just felt like a very dragged out story. Like right. they could have done what they did in the first part. They could have done in two episodes. Right. And just make it you know? a normal season and not have to yeah. split it. And just and all add that. Other, other things to it because this whole like murder mystery thing and like the characters weren't like compelling enough to be like, Oh, like, why did you kill? You know, like it just, yeah, like, oh, I'm so heartbroken. No, I didn't care. All these, yeah. half of these people in the show deserved it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which it gave me like weird jigsaw vibes, and that's not also why Joe kills. Like it, it was weird. Joe don't kill yeah. just because you deserve to die. That's just not the kind of guy that he is. I also yeah. like the idea where the where the story goes, mental health wise, because there's just no way somebody that has done the things that Joe does, number one, is a normal yeah. person, and number two, can continue living life normally without that affecting you. So I I like that darker side of showing that. Um, listen, ten out of ten for part two. 
I can't yes. say the same for five, part one, but I'm with you. If it ends here, I'm okay. Could I see it continuing? Yes. yes. There's a part of me that just like says, hey, you saved this one by like, and it's still, and there's still a lot of plot holes. So I don't yeah. know that you want to bring it back and keep like making it worse. I think that they end on a high note. So if they don't come back with it, I will be okay with it. I can see something happening with Nadia um, being the one who takes Joe down. Um, and I can see a story developing with Kate becoming the villain and kind of taking over Joe's role. And Joe the trying thing to get of it out. Is, the thing of it is, it's like, so you had Love, who was a killer like Joe, right? And she was, yeah. she was like high, like, you know, she had money, but not yeah. to the level of Kate. So if you're going to continue the story, Kate has to be the one that becomes the villain. I don't know that Joe's going to be able to get away with anything while with Kate and then the kind of team and the kind of money and the kind of evil that she has because she's changed or she's trying to prove herself, but she also has shown you that she's not a good person. She She's she's yeah. ruthless and she'll do whatever it takes and that's the reason why she's trying to prove that she's a different person now. So I wouldn't be... I, I, I can see Kate being the one that becomes the villain here. But there is a part at the end, I don't want to I don't want to spoil it, but there is a part at the end that they both agree to do something for each other that I thought it was sweet. And I, in my way of being a fan of the show, I was like, yeah, that's what he needs. This is exactly what yep. he needs in his life. Hopefully they can keep the promise. Yeah. No, I uh, at the beginning at the beginning of the last episode, they make a I don't know if you saw, but they had a, a reference to um, um, like a warning that uh, there are scenes in this episode that involves suicide and mental health. Yeah. And when I saw that, I was like, oh man, something is, I don't know what's happening, but I was, I was like already on my edge of my seat for that episode. And the way that they did what they did was so like, like poetic. Like it was just, it was. It was great. It, it was it, great. It was very it was well cool. done. I feel like somebody came into the writing room while they were halfway written, writing it, saw it, and they were like, get out of here. You're fired. Let me let me do it myself because you're doing a horrible job and, and, and wrote the story that we needed to see. So let's end it with this. What would you rate the first part and what would you rate the second part out of 10? Oof. I give the first part a 4 out of 10. I, I, I like Joe. I like the... I like the the narrative, always like that, but I didn't like the characters. I wasn't relating a lot of plot holes. I just didn't believe the story. Second part is a 10 out of 10 for me. I, actually, you know what? I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10 because I still have unanswered questions and there's still plot holes, but no show is perfect. We have to, if we can suspend yeah. our disbelief for wrestling, I'll suspend it for a show that I enjoy. <laughs> the second part, or the first part I'll start with, I think was like a 3 out of 10. I was just yeah. on did like i could have gone with seeing one episode of the first part and then gone to the second part and been fine like i just yeah i don't know like there was really no reference of the first part in the second part besides a few key things mm-hmm. you know like all the people that died really weren't referenced in the second part right at all like one right. the second part i would say 10 out of 10 just because i love ending a show like the way that they ended it, because now I'm like, is there going to be more? Like there has to be more. Um, just like, un- like you said, unanswered questions. That to me is exciting. Like they did that with Ozark, where like think- the show would mm-hmm. end, and I'm like, I gotta- when's the next season coming? I got to wait a whole year. Yeah. Now, you know. I think that they did an excellent job. 
with this uh, second part. It was me too, me too, me too. I really, really enjoyed it. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much all the topics we had. I had we, we had for today, and uh, got to talk a little bit about you and why we were in you know each other's DMs at two AM and the Oscars and Scream and all the fun stuff. It's still it's been snowing here the entire time that we've been doing this show. Yeah, no, the rain stopped. The rain stopped, so I'm gonna take Roman for a nice walk before I get ready for my night work. I have a NXT wash along. I have the Wrestling In podcast after NXT. So it's, Tuesdays are busy days for me, but I love my matinee gig. Like this is my favorite part of Tuesday. I want you to <laughs> know that, Joey. I yep. love that. We gotta, we gotta talk to Jimmy and do something. We gotta call it the mat- song with the matinee. This is just <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Isa. It's always a pleasure to. Uh, to sit down and talk everything with you. Uh, it's always like you a said, pleasure we're, too. We're we're at a different we're at a different we, we we leveled up in our relationship. We're we're a different we're a different level now. No, this no, is, you're uh, you're in my two a.m. Uh, I can contact you list, and that list is very very small for me. And like, it was so funny. I sent you the text, the message, and I'm like, oh, I don't even know if he's awake. He's gonna think I'm a weirdo. But then I was like, no, I know he watched it. He probably finished it already, and you had. Yep. I was like, damn it, he beat me to it. <laughs> I'm up at all hours of the night, anytime. I'm like Kim. Same. Call- impossible like call me beat me if you want to reach me i'll answer like i'm there my family group chat my family group chat is that way i have my three nephews my nephew's wife my sister and i we have a group chat and they're like td do you ever sleep they're like because it doesn't matter what time somebody puts something in this group chat you always respond and i'm like i don't i'm a zombie (laughs) but here i am telling you that coffee does nothing to me right Oh, Even man. though I, I function on two hours sleep, but coffee doesn't affect me. No. <laughs> Joey, thank Today you so much. And thanks to, Today was a fun show. We, we're going to have to take two hours. We keep going longer and longer, but it's just yeah. a lot of things to talk about. We have great chemistry. We have a great people watching us. Shout out to Killer, Dylan. I saw yeah. Ricky in here earlier. Everybody watching us. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Absolutely. And uh, again, uh, if you haven't already, uh, subscribe down below to the Know Your News channel. Like the video, leave us a comment, and uh, check. Uh, you can leave a, a, a super chat. Know your yeah. uh, what was it? Know your uh, Know Your News chat. I forgot. Chat that come. I never you know? know it either. We suck at I, this. I gotta, like, write it down. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the description of the video. That's what that's what I'm gonna say. It is. It is. Uh, that's a wrap for episode 23 of the Ludicrous Report. Uh, crazy 23. Uh, thank you for everybody in the chat again. Thank you, Isa. And uh, we'll thank see you, you next week. Bye bye. R E S P E C T. Click the subscribe button and find out what it means to me. Nah, that doesn't have a ring to it. But if you like videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, subscribe now.